What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning back in to Yolk Christian Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm here with Codus, as usual. What's up, Codus? What's going on? We got a special guest today. We do. It's a real special guest. His name's Connor. What's up, Connor? What's up, guys? How are you doing? Doing all right. Connor's pretty cool. Let me tell you. So I met this guy at church camp, and let me tell you, like, this guy carried camp for every single person. Like, I have a group chat, Connor. You probably don't know this, but I have a group chat of a bunch of people from camp, but we're still talking about how cool you were, dude. Like, you were so hyped. You made that camp a thousand times better. Yeah, my my legs kind of hurt after that. That was the most squats I've ever done in my life. (laughs) You were bouncing, dude. You were the total hype man, and that was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was it was fun. I like seeing everybody like you know chase for Jesus and everything. It mm-hmm. was it was a really good time. I'm glad I got the opportunity to go. Yeah, it it definitely. I'm I'm super glad you went. You said you had to beg your mom for you to go. Yes. So I had to actually like plead to go because I I was there the previous week and I was supposed to come home and mm-hmm. uh, get back to work and spend time with her before I leave uh, for some army stuff. So I had to like beg and plead, and she finally gave in. And I'm glad she did. Yeah. So you said a little bit you're going overseas to do what? You're bringing people home or? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm, What's going that overseas. About? I'm, I'm going overseas to Afghanistan to bring uh, bring the remaining soldiers that we have over there home. Um, not not my choice, 100 percent, but mm-hmm. I just got to do what I'm told. And I'm I'm trusting God will take care of all of us over there. So, yeah. Yeah. So I want to ask you a little bit about your faith. You know, like when did you meet Jesus? How did you meet Jesus? All of that kind of basic questions, I guess. All right. So, um, actually, I can tell you the exact date and time. It was November oh, 20, November twenty fourth at uh, two thousand eight at uh, eleven twenty two. I was in my uh, I was in church camp because I was mm-hmm. I think I was eight. No, no, I just turned just turned eight, and I was like, okay, you know, like I'm ready. And I was sitting just sitting down there praying by the altar and. Um, I felt someone touch my back and I thought it was a counselor. So I was like, oh, that's dope. And then tears just started to flow. And like I had that hand on my back the entire time and I turned around. I could still feel the hand on my back and I turned around and no one was standing there. And I was like, okay, this is weird. Yeah. Like I, like, I was like, dude, like who's playing with me? Like stop playing because, you know, the, like the um, city I'm from, like you don't, you don't just rent, kind of like come up and touch people and then like walk away. Yeah. Like that's not – you have to wait for them. And so I was like, okay, someone, so I just went back to praying and then I felt like someone hugged me. And so I opened my eyes and all I could see was like, I couldn't see anybody around me. I could just like see me and then a figure I didn't recognize, which is really cool for me because like I, I've heard about like seeing Jesus and everything, but like, it was really cool, you know, kind of going face to face with God and like realizing like, man, and then all he said to me is, uh, I I got you and I love you. And I was like, awesome. I was like, man, my, my that's the day my life got rocked. So <laughs> that is awesome, and that's where it all started. <laughs> and that's where it then, all started you know, popping off. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Jared, do you have any more questions? I guess that kind of covers the main, <clears throat> I guess, yeah. gist of it. I mean, I guess just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, I heard that oh, you're, yeah, yeah. you're in the <laughs> army, so I guess uh, yeah, tell me a little about that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in a I'm an army military police officer. Um, okay. I went to training. I went to training last August, and I graduated in November. I spent uh, a little over five months in training, um, and that's a that's a time for me that I really had to connect with God because He just mm-hmm. kind of yeah, um, just like grabbed me, and I was like getting pulled away by the devil and temptations and chewing tobacco and cursing because that's what they do a lot. 
Sure. I'm not gonna lie. I, I I did fall in temptation sometimes, but it was just a little like up and down. Mm-hmm. And, it happens um, to all of us, man. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that was real big. And then you know I graduated high school the year prior, and like I wasn't really thinking about jobs or anything. I was just thinking about like what am I gonna do when I get out basic training? I was like, am mm-hmm. I gonna get a girlfriend? Gonna find a wife? Um, I was already worried about that stuff. I was a 19 year old kid. And so it's just kind of, it just kind of like helped me. And now I'm going to, uh, I'm hopefully become a missionary. So that's the that's goal awesome. right now. Yeah. Do where you, do you uh, want to go? Oh, sorry. sorry you, no, you're good. Go ahead. So where do you want a mission at? Do you, do you have wanna, any idea I, yet? I want to stay in States for the time remaining. Um, honestly, hopefully, I mean, they say America's one of the biggest mission fields. So yeah, of course. So yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And that definitely takes a special person to be able to do that. I know uh, – mm-hmm. where am I thinking of? Because is it Matthew 19? I forget. Um, somewhere around there, 18, 19. I get, obviously, it's not 20 because we're about to cover 20. But uh, Jesus says to the disciples that if you give up your, your house or your family, he'll give you a hundredfold in heaven. So 19. I guess it just, is it 18, 19? Is that what you said? 19, I believe. 19. Um, that's right. Um, yeah. And it's right there at the very end of the chapter. And, uh mm-hmm. And it just, you know, just goes to show how special missionaries and everybody else is willing to sacrifice, you know, the comfort yeah. of this life. So uh, it's I, crazy that like overseas missionaries are like dying too, just for spreading the word. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. China, you know, it's just, it's everything's underground over there. Mm-hmm. Same, you know, Korea, well, not South Korea anymore, but, um, and, you know, a ton of the Asian countries, it's like that. But, but uh, thank you, Connor, for, uh, for your willingness to, to go and do all those things and do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I'm sure you hear of that course. all the time. Probably get tired of it, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that. But yeah. nonetheless, you're uh, honorable, n- n- nonetheless. So, <laughs> oh, but, thank you, uh, thank you. So, what would you say, Connor? Is uh, I don't know, maybe like a, a favorite Bible story, or a favorite uh, lesson that you've learned, or something that you'd like um, to communicate to anybody that's, that's listening. Well, it's like my favorite scripture verse is Philippians four thirteen. I can do all things. Oh yeah, Christ. he strengthens me. That's that's like that's like my baby. Like that's that's what got <laughs> yeah. me through everything, all the ups and downs. So it's just like it was a lot of um getting ready to go and doing doing all that stuff, like mm-hmm. the hardcore stuff out and out by myself. That was the really yeah. first time I really left my family and did something by myself. So it's just uh that's that's you I mean you can do anything if uh with God, if you put your mind to it. Yeah, absolutely. very true. You move mountains. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, Cody, do you uh, do you have any more questions before we dive into the or we continue the series on Matthew twenty? Nothing that I know of. Okay, I, I, I uh, so we just uh, dive right into here. Codis, hey, uh, it was nice talking to y'all. I actually have to go. I had something planned. I completely forgot. Oh, it's fine, um, man. So, um, I'm, I want to continue to listen. And like anytime you guys need me, uh, just holler and I'll I'll stop what I'm doing and try to shoot some feedback and see if they uh um they anybody needs me out there. Okay. All, All right, right. Sounds good. Appreciate you, man. All right, man. Have a good day, guys. All you right, too. You too. Bye. Okay. All so, right. Uh, I guess um, we just continue the Matthews twenty. Yeah. 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 I wasn't expecting that, but hey, that's all right. Yeah. Um. So. Matthew 20. It's not that interesting, but I'm not going to say that because all the Bible is, you know, important and interesting. But this one, there's just pretty much a parable. Um, and then some people complaining and then he heals somebody. So pretty much the whole Bible. So anyway, we start off. Jesus is, I don't remember where, should we recap 19 first? Yeah, sure. Um, since I did 19, I'll just kind of recap it real quick. 
Um, so, so basically, um, he just kind of left Galilee, went to Judea. Um, of course, crowds following or followed him. He healed a bunch of people, you know, kind of the basic stuff at this point. Um, and so he had a couple of con- or had a conversation with some like Pharisees and they try to trap him about divorce. And, and basically what Jesus said is like divorce, the, the laws that Moses wrote was for man written by man. He said it was not God's intended law. And then um, an explanation of that that we talked about was God's intended laws, of course, God's law, which is the Ten Commandments. Um, and then he just says the kingdom of heaven belongs to uh, the people like children. And then he goes in and talks about a few other things. And um, I think this is actually the episode that we kind of related it back to Judas because the disciples mm-hmm. were like, yeah. okay, well, what do we get in heaven? Because we've given up everything. And so Jesus is like, you'll get the 12 thrones um, in the new uh on the new earth and the new new kingdom and stuff like that so um you know it's was, it was pretty pretty decent which by the way mm-hmm. i made i made some more videos on that like just like casually on on uh the yelp or whatever and yeah. so I was, I was looking more into it and like the the biblical scripture that we use for that was you know fairly logical um and then i i, I re- realized that judas's name is the son of perdition or partition or something along those lines which means like destruction or waste and uh and stuff like that and i'm like what oh yeah so so basically like uh judas or as the bible was talking about is is judas was just like the kind of like he he termed the son of uh perdition would be like the son of destruction so like mm-hmm. eternal that's crazy so yeah. that's unfortunate yeah so it's a coincidence yeah well you know it, it, it's all planned you know god has a plan yeah. so, um <clears throat> but yeah it's just uh that's just me admitting my my wrong theory on Judas, but nonetheless, all this stuff on Revelation is still. Wait, so you're saying he might not be in heaven then? Uh, correct. Because so I was looking at the like I said, the name, the son of perdition, and it means wasted and destruction. Um, and then oh, oftentimes, man. yeah, oftentimes it's used in like uh, well, a kind of situations where it's talking about eternally destructed. Or so then, who's the twelfth seat up there? What now? Who's the twelfth seat up there then? So my best guess, which I'm still trying Man, to figure this, out. So this I sucks. I was like, oh, <laughs> I can't wait to bully this guy when I get to heaven. No, I'm kidding. Well, I mean, it's still possible, I guess. Um, yeah. We don't know the salvation either way. That's true. Right. We, oh, man. Yeah, but some people say that the twelfth seat is Matthias. Um, Who? But I still don't understand that because. Who was Matthias? He was the person that was elected to replace Judas, but. I still don't understand that because Jesus said before Matthias entered the uh, apostleship that uh, he said, you who have followed me. So, and that, man, that's that boggles that. my head, man. I know. That's why we aren't God, though. So, <laughs> yeah, um, but that's why, of course, we we uh, we covered our basis by saying that we can't uh, mm-hmm. we can't know the eternal salvation of anybody. But mm-hmm. I guess ourselves, we can only really know of ourselves. Right? Well, yeah, hopefully, you know, yourself, yeah. if you're saved or not. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's the recap of Matthew 19. Probably took longer than we should have made it. but uh, Yeah, well, that's all right. Yeah. I had to clear some stuff up. <laughs> so, but take it, take it away with Matthew. All right, so Matthew 20. Pretty much Jesus is talking to a bunch of people, and it's a parable of a vineyard worker. So this vineyard owner, okay, he needs people to work for him. So in the morning, he gets three people, makes them work on this field. In the afternoon, he gets three more people and then sends them to the field. And then later on in the day, he gets three more people and sends them to the field. So they obviously all all start working, but they start working at different times. One works there for eight hours, one five, one three. I don't know, just random times. But it's pretty much at the end of the day, they're like, okay, so now we want to be paid. So they send them, they go up to the man like, okay, 
can we have our money now? And so he gives them one, one, I don't know what the term is, a dollar though, pretty much. They're dollars. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head what it is. I'm trying to look. I don't remember what their dollar sign is or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah. Their currency. Regardless. Yeah. But anyway, so they're like, hey, okay, so since we worked longer than them, can we get more money? And he's like, no, you guys agreed to this much, so you're going to get this much. You know, he's like, it's my money. I get to pick what I want to do with it. And it says, don't I have the right to do what I want to do with what is mine? Are you jealous because I'm generous? So the, And then it says, so the last will be first and the first will be last. So pretty much, even though they started working at different times, in the end, they all get the same the same mm-hmm. amount of money. Uh-huh. So let's turn that into a modern day solution. Okay. Say you're older than me, so you got saved before me. Mm-hmm. And so say you walked with Christ longer than me. Does mm-hmm. that mean that you're going to get more rewards just because you followed Jesus before me? Um, I mean, that, I think I worded that wrong. I no, no, no. You worded it well. Um, I think biblically <laughs> speaking, no. But I mean, in regards to like how life is like, I don't know mm-hmm. if this is a proper, but like, you know, the way life is like, if you work at a, a, a job for longer extended period of time, longer than like a new guy, then you mm-hmm. would be more inclined to get the promotion. So, you know, logically speaking, you would think that the Bible would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Thought, but, but no, yep. Correct. I mean, it doesn't matter if you've followed Jesus your whole life or if you followed him for 20 seconds mm-hmm. in the end, you're going to go to heaven. Well, I can't say that cause I don't judge the heart. There's more to it. But pretty much what that's saying is yeah. it's never too late. I always love mm-hmm. to preach that on my TikToks. It's never too – I love the 99. I use it all the time. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying here again is it's never too late to follow God. Just, you know, it's never too late. That's pretty much the sum of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then so the next one, Jesus pretty much tells them, look, I'm going to go to Jerusalem. Um, the Son of Man is going to be handed over to the chief of priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death. And they will hand him over to the Genelites and to be mocked, flogged, and crucified. And the third day, he will be risen. So mm. I wish it gave their reactions to that. Because he pretty right. much just said, like, yeah, guys, I'm going to be killed. And I'm going to be back three days later. Like, what, what, I mean, what would your reaction be if your teacher just told you that? Like, I'm going to die and they come back three days, guys. So, yeah. Well, I, I honestly, I probably wouldn't believe him that, uh, yeah. he, that he comes back. Um, I know also, Simon didn't quite a bit, or maybe it was Peter. I don't know, but they're like, no, surely not you. This, yeah, yeah. Um, I know the first time that Jesus told Peter that was his response. He's yeah, like, no, was, not you. And then yeah. that's when uh, Jesus get behind him, me, Satan. Satan. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, honestly, it's it's kind of tough to say. I mean, they've seen Jesus this whole time, and so they've been yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, they probably have a good good idea that he's the <laughs> Son of God, right? So yeah. Um, and they have no reason not to believe him. But at the same time, like, if I heard somebody say that today, and they said, oh, yeah, I'm going to die in three days. Like, okay, well, what are you going to do to kill yourself, you know? It's not like a mm-hmm. – like, nobody plans their own death by murder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless it's like you kill yourself. That's the only way I can imagine, you know, purposely timing out, you know, or knowing when you're going to die. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I, I'd probably look at him a little wonky-eyed. Yeah. Surely not the son of God. You're here to set us free. Not because exactly. at first they thought it was going to be like a war fight kind of thing. Yeah. Like yeah, they, they didn't think like mm-hmm. they were going to set the captives free by not war. Yeah. Yeah. No, they thought that their, their Messiah was going to set them free from Rome. Mm-hmm. So at that point they're like, okay, well, or this is Jews, not necessarily disciples at this point, but the Jews yeah. thought that. And so, you know, the fact that 
Jesus hadn't done that quite yet. They're they kind of like, well, you can't die quite yet. You got to wait a little bit longer. <laughs> you got to set us free. Yeah. So, but uh, let's see. But uh, I don't know. I thought it was interesting how right before that, um, I don't know if you, you saw this or not, but uh, or maybe I just misread it or something, but it was um, the, the, oh, what's it? the Sons of Zebedee, the Sons of Thunder, James and John. Um, yeah, right after. So, um, I don't know if you were you planning on talking about that at all. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna sim okay. sum over it, but what, you keep going. Okay. Um. But yeah, so like James and John's mom came up to Jesus mm-hmm. with James and John. It and sounds it so like, selfish, like right. Um. <laughs> uh, it was like, hey, can uh, can can you make sure that they sit on the right and left <laughs> like, and side? Oh, that's a lot of guts to ask, like Jesus, that like, hey, you know. Yeah, but like, I mean, if you're a mom, you gotta think about it. Like, you want the best for your kids, and yeah, so, that's like, true. I mean. I'd probably try to do the same. At the same time, I'd probably chicken out a little bit. Yeah, like, but, you know. I don't know. I, guess, I mean, I'd be, like, starstruck. It's Jesus. But... Yeah, yeah. Which, I don't even know that she had really met Jesus, biblically speaking, up until this point. Because we know that That's Jesus, true. yeah, Jesus found them, uh, James and John, while they were fishing with their father, Zebedee. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that it ever said that they, or he encountered their mom. It might have, but maybe in a different gospel book. But, um, so, yeah, it's just, you know. And then he says, <laughs> he says, you don't even know what you're asking. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, can you, uh, well, you think you guys can drink from the bitter cup of suffering that I'm about to drink from? And, uh, and of course, not knowing what he was saying, they're like, yes, 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 yes. And he's like, well, indeed you will. <laughs> and because of course he knew their, their, their fate. And, yeah. uh, and, but, uh, Jesus ended up being like, you know what? I have no right to say. He said, I'm Jesus. I'm the son Yeah. Of God. He should have said like, that's God's choice, not mine. Exactly. And he says the father is the one that chooses that. And of course we know that it's based off of the heart. Like we keep saying how we're judged off the heart. And so, um, and we'll later find out the importance of being a servant. And so that's how God kind of judges who's at the right hand and stuff. Because of course Jesus was the ultimate servant, um, mm. which we'll get into later. But, uh, but yeah, sorry for the interruption. Keep on. No, going. you're good, man. That was, that was good. All right. Um, where was I? So anyway, yeah, pretty much they say, you know, you should let my sons be, you know, next to you. And then, obviously, he talked about what Jared said. And then he kind of says, so, um, let me see. Yeah, so pretty much, then it says, uh, whoever wants to be great amongst you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first amongst you must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Mm. So, with that, like a ransom, uh, that's pretty much, I get not a debt. But it's how do you describe a ransom? I, I never thought uh, I would describe this. Imagine a ransom being like a, a price have for. You, have you ever seen the movie Taken? No, I've heard about it though. Okay, so basically, there's this guy and his daughter, and then these people basically kidnap his daughter. Um, it's probably a bad example. Basically, a ransom is just when the people that kidnap somebody ask the, I guess the the dad in the situation for money for the person. Mm. Um, okay, but yeah. yeah. But anyway, so Taken Jesus was the ransom for many sins. You know, Absolutely. He, he died for our sins. He paid the ransom. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much it goes on pretty much saying that we should be servers. We're servants pretty much. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say this like, oh, it says you must be a slave in the Bible. Like, but back then it was a completely different term. Like, especially like in the, well, I guess they probably call them slaves, but I don't, 
I don't. I know what I mean. God knows what I mean. That's what. That's, that's what <laughs> I, matters. I think what Jesus is trying to say, like when he says, like if you want to be the best, just be a slave. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't think he's saying like sell yourself into slavery. Yeah, but like the one one, like the one verse says, it says to give someone your coat. Like if someone needs exactly. it, you know, just be a servant, be, be and, a friend. Exactly, and in context, I mean, it's just like saying, look, if you want to be the best, you need to serve. That's what he's saying. Like if you want to lead, mm-hmm. serve. But if you want to be the best, you got to be a slave. So he's saying like you ha- you need to lesser yourself. To the bottom of the totem pole, which in that culture would be a slave, so that you could be the best. I guess that's what he's saying. So yeah, it's not, yeah. Yeah. So it's not a literal, hey, go sell yourself into slavery kind of thing. <laughs> um, I don't, yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. And then pretty much Jesus heals some blind men. And I mean, he's going, he it says, so as they were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed them. Uh, there was two blind men sitting on the road. And then they, so basically they cried out to Jesus and he was like, what do you guys want me to do for you? And he says, Lord, they said to him, open our eyes, move with compassion. And Jesus pretty much touched their eyes. And immediately it says that they could see. And then they started following him. Mm-hmm. And that's Matthew 20. So pretty much it talks yeah. about uh, the vineyard. So it doesn't matter how long you've been following Jesus. You know, we're all going to get the same eternal heaven, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he predicts his death. And he tells people that it's not his choice whether they sit next to him or not. Um be a servant, help people pretty much, and then he heals blind men. That's yeah. some. Um, well, it's not that interesting, Matthew 20, to me, honestly. it's. Well, I think it's actually rather applicable. Um, I think it's one of those, uh, what word am I looking for? Um, I can't think of it, but it, like, you know, like uh, something you just gloss over and not really think about. Yeah, but, yeah. So if you had to think about it, what would you say is something that you could apply the most to your life out of this chapter? Definitely the main parable. I feel like Matthew 20 is just known for the parable of the vineyard workers, honestly. That's true. Like, it doesn't matter where you are in your walk with Christ. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, I can't judge the heart, obviously, Mm -hmm. but eternal life is for everyone. Well, you know what I mean by that. Yeah. Um, You know, I, and this is just for me, um, what Mm -hmm. I'll take away, but when he said that if you want to lead, serve. Um, I think a lot of times, and I mean, this is just how I am with my personality. I like to just kind of like, just take the lead. I like to just like mm-hmm. in, in church, you know, I imagine myself being, uh, I guess leading in a church and leading in all these different aspects. And so, um, it's really easy to forget that before you lead, you need to serve. Um, Very true. I, I yeah, mean, that's, that's in church. That's in, you know, relationships, uh, as a husband, I cannot lead my family until I serve my family. Yeah. Um, which that, that'll preach in and of itself right there. Yeah. Um, that's a whole lesson there. But that's, I think that's going to be the, the one thing I'm going to take away. That's going to be my one golden nugget for the lesson. Cause that's, that's what I try to do. And I don't know if we talked about this before, but with every lesson or with every sermon, I don't try to memorize everything cause I'll forget everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but if yeah. I try to remember one thing, then uh, yeah. I know hey, it's like school, you know, I at least take one thing away a day, you know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, um, whether it be, you know, <laughs> two plus two equals four or, uh, yeah. you know, you know, I, I still learned, you know, that's right. It's, you passive know, income, <laughs> passive income. <laughs> <laughs> through, through knowledge, passive income through knowledge. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. But yeah, I think that's going to be the one thing that I, that I take away. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, yeah, that's pretty much it for Matthew yeah. 20. Um, since, uh, since you let it, I'll close this out in prayer and then, uh, Alrighty. you end it. So, 
Dear God, thank you for today. Thank you for allowing us to, to meet with Connor, even though it was brief. God, thank you for allowing him to share a little bit of his story and for allowing us to meet. I don't know where he lives at, God, and I just know that he's not you know near me probably. So um, I just want to thank you for allowing technology to bring us all together. Thank you for allowing um, technology really to bring nations together, to bring people together, to bring uh, Christians from across the world together. Um, God, thank you again for this day. Thank you for this daily bread that you've given us. Um, Continue to guide us, guard us, protect us, and continue to lead us not into temptation, but God, deliver us from the evil one, which we know that you will. God, I pray that you use us um, in this podcast as a way to impact your kingdom in a positive way, um, and that you continue to use it in the way that you have been, because God, you've been blessing us in, uh, in this podcast and everybody's been listening to it. So um, but with all that being said, God, uh, all of this according to your will, because that's all that matters, God, is that your will be accomplished and fulfilled. Um, as it will be. And so with all that being said, in Jesus' name, amen. And the best two words ever, Godspeed.